Well, hello there, lovers. Welcome back to Still Single, hosted by Rob Moore, Jordan Kahana, and Alex Weber. I'm Alex Weber, alexweber.org. We're three best friends all in our mid-30s. We're navigating love, dating, and the age-old question of when will I meet my soulmate? When, Lord? Sit back, relax, pour yourself a nice glass of Cabernet and join us as we navigate being still single. Today's love story is called The Visit. This is John Bright and giddy yeah 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 Guys, welcome back to Still Single. Um, my name's Rob Moore. I'm joined, as always, with two of the most handsome men uh, that I know, really. Jordan Kahana and the Alex Weber. I mean, I'm Alex Weber. I'm Alex Weber? Dot org. <laughs> no, I... <laughs> I was so excited about the dot can you org. Tell that Wait, story? Where did, can we yeah. yeah, can we talk about where that started? I I just I've always had I'm Alex Weber for like the last like 6 years that was like my handle and everything and it was great for like it, it's it's fine. It's it's absolutely fine, but I was like some of these people have like cool it's just their name but my name was taken. The only thing that was left was alexweber.org. And I'm like, cool, that looks professional. It's like, oh man, this guy's got a whole organization. So I did it. I bought it. I transferred the website. I transferred all the emails, which is like, I'm not a techie dude. I transferred everything over. And then I, these guys, like Rob said it. And then Noah said, and it was just like a waterfall. They're all just like, dude, that's so weird, man. That you have like a dot org. Like, are you a nonprofit for puppies? I mean, I remember going to your website and I typed in alexweber.org. And I would just, I was just like, what is you this? You hated it. You hated I it. I hated it. Yeah, it's gone. Like, it's, 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 I still own it. I like, I'm Alex Weber. It's not really Weber. a flex. I'm Alex Weber.com. Thank you guys. Thank you so much for that. Wait, I, I was just asking more so because you do a lot of like, let's go.com and things like, like that. Oh, I so, own so many URLs. That was where I didn't know about this .org situation. Dude, if you even say something remotely Give me a list. clever, boom, you're getting a .org. You're getting a .org. Honestly, it, I, I think buying a URL is like the first step to any like business or idea. It's like, does it exist? Let yeah. me Google yeah, yeah, yeah. and then let me go to GoDaddy and let me type it in. That's, I mean, that's what I do at least. Do you think we missed the internet boom? Um, Maybe by like two decades we're like just a little behind, but it's not that bad. One of my college buddies who was so uh, like techie, he built a computer. Uh, I remember he was like, dude, the future is dot Moby. Cause as you oh, start to God. go on websites on your phone, everything's going to be dot Moby. So this is like when I was doing finance in college and I hated it. And I was like, I need to find a, another career, dude. I own everything dot Moby like stamps dot Moby. This guy. <laughs> like, I was you like, someone's going to stop movie. I dude, I just went hard one day. I was like, someone's going to buy me out. Jordan's <laughs> off the project. Jordan's the off the project. Um, <laughs> I just, I just looked at our, we are still single, uh, Instagram and there's so many messages. Like really, really, uh, I'm on episode eight and really enjoying you guys. Thanks for a great binge worthy show. Thank you. Rio gunning. Thank you for saying, uh, that. 
Thank you for that. Uh, let's do some more shout outs. Uh, talk with mm-hmm. Bolane, Stereo Goddess. Wouldn't you rather just see a gynecologist and pay an actual worker instead? LOL. Uh, I don't get that one. Is that but like yeah. a spam message? Like a... No, um, oh, it's a real... I don't think we're getting any spam. I think I think we're past spam. So again, thank you guys for following us at We Are Still Single on Instagram and TikTok. Um, we're gonna we're gonna be posting more video content um, if Jordan ever comes back online. But uh, oh, now Alex is gone, so it's just me by myself. Uh, just talking on the podcast, Alex. You good? You switching from American Airlines to United Airlines headphones? No, no. I just I just turned on a light and I peeled a clementine. A clementine? Yeah, clementine.org. Not. <laughs> <laughs> well, Dude, how's you... your new place? Do you Thanks, like man. It? I want to talk about yours too. You look like you're in a sci-fi bunker. <laughs> like you are. What was that movie on? Uh, like Spiderhead was on Netflix. Like they're doing tests on you. I am 007. We're we're always in weird places on this podcast. Yeah, I no, I think I think primarily I I've actually realized this on you know I'm visiting home. I'm in Chicago. I'm staying at my parents' house. Like this is the m- most times I've been in Chicago in a year. In I I can't even remember the last time. Like literally, I've been home five times this year, which is just an amazing amount. Hey Jay, welcome back. Thank you so much. You know, I'm a very big advocate of Apple products. I, yeah. You know, um, even on my dating okay, if I get your number and it's a green text, we're done. Um, very adamant on, you know, using iPhone and all that. But there's something that happens with your MacBooks that after about three years, they start the battery just kind of starts to go to the shitter. Um, yeah. And I was looking at my battery. It wasn't plugged in. It was literally at 68% and then just just wiped dead just completely dead so sorry about that been there first of all you didn't miss anything uh we talked about clementine.org which is a registered url that weber owns and then he basically said i'm coming live from a spy bunker no 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 no. it looks like a sci-fi that movie on netflix like uh spiderhead like they're doing tests on him but i don't know man is spiderhead different than spider-man yeah, 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 yeah. Spiderhead is like uh, juicy Clementine over here. Uh, it looks like. <laughs> uh, did you look like you gave me shit from the future? You are coming. Let me have this. You're coming from you, a sci-fi future bunker. I'm into oh, it. Rob dude. is. Yeah, yeah, I'm for sure. It. Oh, I, Jordan, I thought you were talking about yours. Yeah, no, no. Rob definitely looks like he is in a futuristic, like yeah, yeah. like you're in Zordon's cave or something. Yeah. Uh, wait, so I have to acknowledge that I feel like this is the first episode where both Jordan and I are on the road and Alex is actually like in his home because he's been like staying at Samantha's forever. Mm-hmm. And like, this is your home, dude. You're this recording- is my home, guys. Yeah. Give us a tour. Cool. There's a fireplace over there. I'm going to use it tonight for the first yeah, time. It's got an exposed brick. I have nice. like some slight nerves about, um, nice. Make sure it. the vent is open. Yeah, that's what that's what I keep getting that feedback. A little yard. Nice yard. Okay. Wait, so <laughs> <It's> you're, <great. laughs> cook, you're cooking tonight? I'm gonna cook tonight. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna make Sam dinner. Wow. Nice. Um, What's I'm on the menu? Well, uh, she's she's really wonderful at she she likes cooking, but also I benefit from that, and it's she she cooks a lot. It's amazing. So I was like, I'm gonna cook tonight. Um, so I, I I never. I don't think I've ever done a recipe ever in my life. Like I've always just gripped it and ripped it. You know what I mean? Nice. So I'm going to, I looked up, uh, 
there's websites for this guys dot org and dot moby there's like all these recipes <laughs> so, so wait what's on the menu have you decided okay. yet or you're yeah. still figuring out I, I i was gonna do uh steak and shrimp that's beautiful. I thought that was good. surf and turf. Yeah, a little dude. surf and turf. And then, do you have do you have a side prep prepped, or are you gonna do salad? I was gonna, gonna make gnocchi. Oh wow! wow. That's an Total freaking wild card move. <laughs> that's some that's some heavy starch. Okay, so you got gnocchi, steak, and shrimp. Yeah. Any any greens? Yeah, any, I'll probably any... do something green. Like uh, I don't know, man. Like a broccolini. <laughs> you could pick up some. That's broccolini. a good one. It's That's really easy one. to prepare. Just salt and oil. Little bok jar. choy. You ever have bok choy? <laughs> don't get bok choy. But what about? But I feel like what you're doing. Aren't you going to be just gripping and ripping with this too? Like this isn't really like a recipe. It's not like you're no. doing like. A... I saw some lemony thing. I I think it's better to stay in my skill set, which is just cook it. And I I don't really want to follow recipes. So (laughs) is it, is it just going to be the two of you tonight? Yeah. And her pup moose. Dude, I love this. I'm, this is really fucking kill. It's really, I changed the intro by the way, for our listeners. I hope, I hope you caught that on the last episode. Um, now we're three best friends in our mid thirties, navigating dating, love, and the age-old question of when will I meet my soulmate? That's good. I hope I don't fuck this up, and then Ooh. you have to go re-record the intro again. Three best friends, still single. No, <laughs> no, you won't. You won't, man. Just don't. You know, cook really Thanks. well tonight. And Thanks, Joe. How about you guys? How no about pressure. you guys, Jordan? How many plates do you have, man? Listen, I'm at my parents' house, and I guess that's the topic of conversation behind me. I didn't really know where I was debating about going in the basement where there's a lot of like family photos behind me because I thought that would be good. But things, you know, my time management is not the highest of my like skill set. So I was like, oh, geez, it's two o'clock. Like, (laughs) we we got to just do this. Um, So, yeah, my parents just showcased their china, just like a lot of families do. We've never used those plates. It's literally for decorations and they're nice. Feeling good about it. Thanks. Thank you. Yeah. When did did you get into Highland Park? Last night, I did 14 hours in the car. Ooh, uh, dude, yesterday, that's I left, a lot, man. Yeah, I left at five uh, forty-five in the morning and arrived at eight forty-five Central Time. So, four hours and just it, it was a very interesting experience. I've done that drive a lot, and I it's actually my least favorite route that I take in any of my road trips that I've done. And so, uh, it's it's one of those things of like it's a bit of a love letter of like a love hate experience because I'm coming home to see some of my closest friends. I get to see family. And then like the going back is like, okay, I'm back to my independence. I'm going back to adventure. And um, so it's one of those things in that, in that timeframe that I was just, the less that I paid attention to the clock, then the more I was just like, okay, the car is moving. I'm going and this time will pass. Like the day is going to go. So just keep going. Um, but yeah, that's that's what, where I'm at right now. What did now. you Going do on the ride? A lot of podcasts. Um, did you listen to Still Single? Uh, I didn't actually. It was a little too meta for me. I, I'm yeah, at sure. the point where I just love recording these and I don't listen sure. back to them as much as I used to from the early in. And I think just that's where my head's at. I, I, I probably will on the way back um, listen to an episode just to like 
just to remind us how great we are and how much, you know, that text of, I was listening to the episode, man, we're good. Like it's, I love those texts that we send each other. I, I listened to the the last episode, the fuckboy episode, fuckboy. Yeah. And I was just, I was uh, driving downtown and it just like got me in such a good mood. It just That's felt good, like man. I was like talking to my best friends. It, w- it was like as if you're talking, you know, when you get off the phone, uh, a phone call with like a, a really good friend and you're mm. like, ah, oh, okay. That's like what it felt like. That's listening. good. Yeah. Listeners, do you feel that way? It's not a, you know, it's not a give and take. Like they can't answer immediately. But... <laughs> Like, yeah, every time you do that, you're do like, it. so the listeners come and do this. It's like we're we're not so, live on the radio. We're let's go to the call. And, and, yeah. <laughs> Jordan, you you said something that triggered uh, a, a quick story. I got to tell triggered. you, triggered, so, triggered. Uh, good. It's a good trigger. Good trigger. Uh, you said love letter, and and um, my mom. So my great grandmother mm-hmm. passed away not too long ago. She was 101 and a half. Like lovely life. She was married for 75 years to my great-grandfather, oh, Grandpa Roy. And my mom wow. found the first ever letter that he sent to her, which is basically like the Dude. first text or the first message equivalent. And it was him being like, hey, I saw you the other day. I haven't, I'm sorry, it's been a few weeks, but like, it was really swell meeting you and I'm going to be in Chicago this date. And he like sent a letter two days before he was going to be there. He's like, I'd Dude. love to take you out for dinner and what? dancing. Dude, this was in like June of 1939. That's when he sent this letter. They were married October 1939. Oh, they didn't play. They didn't yeah, play. Yeah, there was, uh, that's, that's some. And then they were married iconic. for 75 years. But I, I okay, wow. I was reading this letter and it just made me think of still single in our audience because it's just like, shoot your fucking shot. It, whatever it is, just shoot your shot and see what happens. I'm also going to, there's dude, there's so much to talk about in that. And we will, but like shoot your shot, but also come correct. I think everyone's shooting shots nowadays. And, and it's like, we live in a time where there's no loss and swipeies and like, there's a very, there's no, um, time, energy, thought, effort. So like your grandpa, obviously that's what you had to do was mail a letter. You couldn't be like, you on Bumble? But like, <laughs> he was like, I want to take you out for dinner and dancing. Like he came correct. Totally. And like literally they were married, you know, four months later, which is just, it's unbelievable. I, now, I just I just saw it and I, I read it and I was just like, this is how we used to court. Yeah. Over. Yeah. Like it wasn't like... Like sending dick pics was um, so. This is like just an interesting thought. We've all like, Jay, did know, we you... lose you? What are you looking at? Oh no, no, I'm here. I'm just just prepping questions for us. That's all. Oh, okay, you're the man. Sorry. I'm so here. it's like an interesting kind of like thought of. All right, we've all like you know you meet someone, you get heavy in that like like and then you fall in love and it's super exciting and like june they met then they got married in october i imagine they were in that phase of like what is that that's four or five months not even of like so you're just like in that whirlwind of like romantic love i wonder if you know a year two years in were they like oh my gosh we're married or was it it must have just been a i don't even think they had those questions back then because i think you were just like this is what it is now I really don't think they did. And I know that 
first of all, my great great grandpa was great at writing love letters. He wrote oh, love, love letters all the time, and we have all of them. I, I want to actually make a TikTok about it um, because they're just so sweet and and so thoughtful. But you know, soon after they got married, they started having you know they had two kids. It's like you just do the damn thing. Like yeah. it just starts. It just starts happening. And not to say that there weren't like fucked up marriages in the 1930s and 40s. I'm oh sure. yeah, there definitely were. But it's just like there's a different, I don't know. There's a different uh, optionality, volume, and and choice now that that is different. Obviously, yeah. So I wanted to share that with you guys. Um, I thought it was just a beautiful, touching love letter. I think it's a sweet thing, man. It's. Uh... Yeah, that's awesome. I definitely would love to to find. I, I'm sure my grandparents wrote each other when my grandpa was in the army, and they had just met prior to him leaving. And you know, it's it's a weird time back then. Thinking about it, once again, very like notebooky time of like meeting someone and then yes. just like waiting. You know, yeah, just being like they're off at war, and I'm gonna wait for this person, and then when they get back, we're gonna also, get just married. Like play out like he sent that letter two days before mm-hmm. Friday. Did she write him back and he got that like on Friday? Right. How did it work? He probably just showed up and was like, and then the mom or dad was like, hey, there's a gentleman out front. There's a gentleman caller out front. Remember those nerves when you had to call a girl and you had to be like, hey, is Sarah home? Hi, this is Alex Weber. Is Sarah home? You, you then, had to talk to the parents before, yeah, and you're like just the, the nerve wracking. <laughs> oh my! It, it makes me think. Seconds. Do you guys know? You know the scene from Swingers where he leaves the message, yeah, for the girl afterwards. Just that, like, you think making like the comments are like the nerves back then of just this is why people don't probably like call or leave messages anymore. But uh, are you guys big on like Facetimes or phone calls in general? I really, I really got to get back to it because I, I feel like uh, I'm going on some dates where I'm a little like, eh, you know, on the fence. And then it's just like, I'd rather just not go if I'm on the fence. I'd rather just like, just commit and, and, and know that it's, it's good. And I think the FaceTime vibe check is just, uh, it's even the phone call vibe check is like, it's scary, but it's also like, it's absolutely the move before you go on a date. I mean, especially if you're on the fence with someone, for sure. I, I guess I'm just like, uh, Alex, you how are in you? General. He, well, yeah, in general, I think just like connecting with people. But I'm like, not great with the phone. Like, I just don't. But I have over the last like year or so tried to be better because even if it's just like a short call with someone, I think what some what what pushes me off is it's like, oh, I haven't talked to that friend in a while. And when we catch up, because we haven't talked in a while, it ends up being like a 90-minute, 60-minute, 90-minute call. And so it's kind of a big bite off. But like, and I'm I'm really grateful that I have a lot of longtime, lifelong friends that would be like, you know, or even family. But I don't know. I really like like the quick hitter, you know, 10 to 20 minute, you dive into something, you catch up, and then you're you're you good know. for another nine years. You're good for nine years. <laughs> yeah. And you See you how to get out of this bunker. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it is unfortunate. Like American culture isn't as receptive the way that the rest of the world is doing voice notes. Cause I like oh, Alex, you talk a lot about voice notes too. Yeah, and right. so I think, I think there's a lot of power there and I've been trying to shift doing more voice notes because it just can lead to more 
your tone can be represented way better via voice notes than anything else. And respectfully, those are a bit like you still can catch up, but they're a bit like quick hitters. Like you were saying, like they're more like shots than anything. Cause they're going to be hopefully under a minute under definitely under a minute and a half. Biggest it can't, it can't be two minutes. Yeah, that, oh, that's amazing that they, they glitch out every single time that you can't like fast Horrible. forward or go back. It's also unbelievable. With the, new, the new iPhone update, it's like it's weird now with the voice note. It's like you have to press it. a different button. Oh, is it? I've been holding hold off. It. I always try to hold off as long as I can. It's on never update. good. Yeah. It's just like a I, huge I, like voice yeah. note. I think I, I think I leave great voice notes. Like if I if I get into voice note territory with somebody, it's it's game on. I think if they just get in your vortex, Rob, it's game on. <laughs> I'm almost like, it's like, damn, I'm going to sleep with Rob tonight. It's just like, you get in that vortex. Once you get in the Rob vortex, it is, it is magic time. So I wanted to, you know, we were, we were texting a little bit about the subject of today's episode. And um, obviously we're in the throes of holiday season. You know, Mariah Carey is back in, in full swing with her uh, song that everybody wants to kill themselves to, or maybe that's just me. And uh, we, we wanted to talk about the idea of like, when is it appropriate to introduce somebody to your family or to your close circle of family? And uh, obviously, you know, I've, I've definitely introduced exes to my family uh, maybe a little too quickly in the past. (laughs) And uh, I think that there's like, an interesting pressure that can kind of come from a relationship. It's like you've defined the relationship. You're now boyfriend and girlfriend. And then it's that next step of introducing your families uh, to, to your significant other. So we're going to talk about that on today's episode. Jordan. So formal. Yeah, that was so formal. Um, That was very formal. It was very intense early on. I remember that like, cause I never had a girlfriend in high school and in college I did. And I remember that first girlfriend in college, introducing them to my parents being like, this is a big deal. This person is, and I guess in anything in life. And I was talking a lot about this in therapy of just like, Hey, I'm really bad at doing this. Like what are ways that I can be better at it? And honestly, the answer consistently is just doing it more often. Um, and so because I, there have been, wait, 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 wait. introducing more people to your parents more often. I haven't met Eileen. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Listen, you guys are welcome. Yeah, we, we'll definitely try to coordinate that. I, I, I guess in just general, in anything, when something's difficult, like the more you do it, the less difficult it then becomes. Fair. So, because I have had um, a few other girls who I will classify as ex-girlfriends who have met my parents, each one feels less daunting than the time before. If that, that makes, makes sense. sense. Yeah. No. Absolutely. So that first time doing it with like that first introduction of girlfriend in college, it was like this huge, huge deal. And, you know, I was super nervous and now it's more like, okay. And I remember the most recent ex that I had is um, my, my brother and sister-in-law were in town also. And this is when I was still living in LA. Um, They were coming in town and my parents were in town. And so um, I was like, yeah, I'm going to bring, I'm going to bring her. And my brother's like, who is she? And then I'm just like, it's my girlfriend. Like this is, he's like, Oh, okay. Like, you know, he didn't want me to just bring some like random person. I was like, no, no, I've been seeing her for like four or five months. Like we're, you know, we're official. When was the last time you brought someone back? 
um my most recent ex that like they met she met my parents a few times um and stayed at like my parents house too um so that was uh that was over quarantine um like 2020 time um and then yeah we didn't i don't think we came back in 2021 also we broke up early 2021 so that's why probably why yeah Yeah. i I remember when i introduced my last ex to my family i i remember asking my dad like do you like her? Like, is this like, what do you guys think? And I, I really wanted, I really wanted them to just be like, she's, she's fucking amazing. Or like, she's absolutely right. And my right, mom, right. my mom really, you know, gave the blessing, you know, she was really into it. My dad was a little like, eh, she's pretty good old Robbie. And you know, like, and I was kind of like, dad, what are you, what do you mean? <laughs> and, uh, but no, they, they, they really loved her and respected her. And I just remember, whenever you introduce a, an ex or, or somebody you're dating to your family, like for me, at least I really, I need their approval. Like I need them to be like almost as in as I am. Otherwise I, I start spiraling. Hmm. I'm going to do the language. I'm going to do the language thing again, man. Cause it's like, it is, it's super interesting and it's just like uh, impactful. So you, you said blessing approval and then, in those are definitely two different things i wonder if they're three different things because like okay. blessing is like we love you and we wish you the best approval is like we you know what i'm saying like we sign off on this right and then in, being in yeah is like fuck yeah let's go let's go to nascar yeah <laughs> <laughs> like we're in <laughs> let's get a winnebago and go to nascar with her yeah yeah she'll drive so we're you in. yeah it's interesting, yeah. Um, well, this is a little meta because um, <laughs> when this when the, when this comes out, uh, I guess I mean, geez, jinx of all jinxes right here. Uh, so you know, we're we're planning to go and see my family in New York uh, over the holidays. Really? Over, I say holidays because I celebrate Christmas and and New Year's. Yeah, so I'm going back for Christmas to see uh, my family, and I'm gonna have like. I have like five days just me with my family, which I think is important because I haven't been with them like all together, I think since early summer. Um, so I'm, I think that's also important, you know, like I'm coming in and like having some one-on-one time with family. Um, and then after Christmas, Sam's going to come up and uh, Rob's got so many thoughts. I love this. This is the first time <laughs> no, I'm, I'm telling you I guys think he's this. just happy. Yeah. I, I, I'm genuinely so Yeah, he just looks cheesing. Oh, I love yeah. him. I, uh, I love this. Yeah. So, I mean, it'll be great. She's going to meet, you know, I, I kind of say that my family has these pods and that just is what it is right now. Um, so she'll meet all the pods. And uh, I guess, you know, I, I think I'm at a place where like, you know, it's obviously I want to, I know they're going to love her, but I'm also at a place where like, of course you want, you know, it's, I want them to love her, of course, but I'm also at a place in like creating my own life right. where unless there was like something like, Hey dude, when you went to the bathroom, <laughs> like, like she kicked a baby, she like, kicked mom in the head. <laughs> Yeah. Like, or like, you know, a little bit, bringing it back a little bit. Like Rob, you had a tough run in, you know, in the last years where like someone in, in, you know, they said something that was like, oh my gosh, that's fundamentally right. We're not going to see. And I obviously have my own, you know, very strong beliefs, but she's aware of all those. So I guess what I'm saying is like, uh, I want them to love her, but I'm also at a place where like, even if they didn't, 
oh, gosh, this, I don't want, I want to say this in a way that doesn't feel like immature or uh, like punk, like a teenage punk, but like, even if they didn't, like, I love her and I love like what's going on. And, and uh, I really wouldn't be phased. Snap. Oh, yeah. Yeah. This is so big. The, yeah. That's <laughs> such a, I love hearing that for you so much. And like, I think that is a big step too, because I've had situations in the past and it made it for a very difficult experience of like having very strong feelings for someone and like not having your, your family's approval on that makes things very, very difficult. I got to adjust this light as I'm like trying to get so deep with you guys. And no, it's good. um, It looks deep. So to be at that point of just understanding of like, listen, unless she like literally drop kicked like a baby (laughs) while I was gone. And it was just like, wow, that is insane. Like, it's like your connection and your relationship with her is supersedes whether or not they are like, I didn't like how she like folded her napkin and like introduced herself. It's like, okay, sorry guys. Like this is, that doesn't yeah. cut it anymore. So that's awesome for you on so many different levels. Like Thanks, truly. Guys. When, when was the last time you introduced somebody to your family? Um, like mid 2019. Like oh, I definitely, was that, was that before? Oh, I don't know. Oh, okay. That was my last relationship. You know, I, yeah. I, I think just because like if I lived in the same city as my family, maybe it would be less of a thing and I would introduce them to someone, but uh, because they're all in the Northeast and because I come from an intense family, like they're intense. The Weber's intense. I, I definitely don't think I, you know, just would uh, invite over anybody. So uh, yeah, I mean, they have met all my girlfriends and, not at once. <laughs> you just line Come on, bud. Let's see how this experiment goes. Oh man, dude, this <laughs> is really exciting, Christmas, man. Yeah. This is really Thanks, exciting. I, I think I I just want to say you've manifested a lot of this uh, at the beginning of this podcast. You know, twenty one weeks ago, there was very much a part of you that was just like, I really want a girlfriend, and I really want you know something legit, and I'm just. It's just cool that it's manifesting as as Thanks, we guys. as we speak, and and Sam is even a she was like an an OG listener of still still single, and now she's meeting <laughs> well, the Webers. It's just great. It wasn't like she was a, a listener that then <laughs> yeah. Alex is like, hey, you listen to my podcast, want to go out for s'mores? No, want to go well, out but for it, I mean, there's a, there's a lot of like you know as we've talked about, there's definitely some hurdles like. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like by the by, I have a podcast about you buddies about being single, um, and also about how we talk about <laughs> our lives in real time. Um, but yeah. I, I think I think to that note, because I, I I've I've gotten I got one DM from a listener being like, get somebody who's single, and I was just like, how dare you? First of all, this is Alex. <laughs> uh, but but I think I think this this podcast, and I'm I'm speaking for the three of us. So if I'm I'm incorrect here, you know, correct me. But I feel like it's it's more about love and relationships and of course modern dating and and single life but it's really it's it's evolving into a relationship podcast. Well, I mean I, I guess just I'll I'll own it in the sense of like I think one thing is like just to own it um you know 
unsubscribe listener um we all have been friends like very dear friends for i don't know what is it like carry the two 13 years 12 13 years sure so it's like it's not exactly like we did a casting call uh for this um at the end of the day i mean really what i think what is still exciting to me about doing this is like uh one i freaking love you guys and we're best friends two um i wouldn't really say that it's like easy flying for me as I go into these stages of relationships. Like I'm a complete nut and I deal with like jealousy and insecurities and like freak outs of like, I listened to a song today and in the song, the person's like, we were soulmates, but now you're getting married to your second wife or, and I was like, Oh my gosh, what if we got married and then divorced? And then she marries somebody else. How could she marry somebody else? Like, here's my (laughs) point being like, uh, I don't have it locked up. Uh, and also life is life. And like, this is just my nature. Like I love her and I know she loves me and I'm, I'm all in. Um, I know that life is crazy and like, guys, I'm still single. Like next week there was an earthquake and we got in a fight during the earthquake and now I'm still single. So my point being like, I, what excites me is being a voice of humanness as you go through the stages of a relationship. For sure. Yeah. And there's, there's two things I want to point out um, that you had mentioned. So about manifesting it as well, that I think is unique. And we spoke about this the other day is that, um, you know, we go, you know, Rob and I talk about going back and forth on being on the apps and Alex has been on the apps in the past. And to, you know, you were very adamant that you're like, I don't think I'm going to find my person on the apps. Um, And it's just cool to, it's a little inspiring or a little like, Hey, I'm not just, you know, swiping or matching or making these connections with these people for not like there are success stories. And someone that I have close connections with is living out a successful, a successful story in, in that in real time to someone just, it's, it's nice to know because yeah. And then secondly, like I, I I'm struggling with the idea of, like a soulmate. And I think the, for me, how my perception around it is a bit of like, you're, um, you are of your surroundings. So for a lot of people who are like, oh, this is my soulmate. We met in high school. And I was like, well, you grew up in a small little town and like, that's kind of your surroundings. And so, you know, to some people and listen, I'm not trying to yuck people's yum. Like just, this is my viewpoint on it and why I often find myself dating people who live in different cities and just be like the accessibility to fly and connect and travel and, and do all these things is just at our fingertips. And so why wouldn't you, um, it, at least in my in my viewpoint of being like, why not connect with new people from different cities and, and explore that? Granted, I don't know how long term that can be because of the long distance. And maybe you can but, speak to long distance, well, but, but like, but I, I mean, I think that's totally right. And I definitely like, I think I wrestled also with the app thing of like, I think part of me just kind of hoped and thought maybe like the universe would guide it into this like serendipitous crossing of paths. But I've also mm-hmm. like been like, well, technology is like a very effective method. Like maybe the universe was using technology. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. um, to your point though, with the long distance, like Sam was in Austin when I was in Boulder and granted we only did that for two months, 
Um, but I, and I mean, like I think about Kyle, our buddy, Kyle and Meg, they did long distance for a year. I think there's something mm-hmm. to that. Like if you're listening and you're in a town where you're like, damn, this town is not it. And like, I've traveled a lot. I've seen a lot of places in America and I definitely understand how you could mm-hmm. maybe be in a place and maybe your job's there, maybe your family's there, maybe your kids are there. And you're like, I really have to be in this place, but this place is also not conducive to meeting my partner. I think Jordan's exactly right. Like, why not throw out a flyer and put the hinge in Oklahoma city or Chicago or wherever. And if you do sincerely hit it off with someone like, yes, it's a tall ask, but like you really hit it off. Like someone, I think people would be excited to move for the possibility of that. See, first of all, I love, I love you both. Uh, I, I just, this is triggering some (laughs) triggering second time. I said it. second trig. Yeah. Second trig. We're getting Uh, him. (laughs) So I'm, I'm on, I'm on two dating apps right now. I'm on locks club and I'm on Raya and both of them feed options in other cities. And it's so weird because I'll match with somebody in Chicago or somebody in Miami or New York. And I'm like genuinely excited about this person. But then if I match with somebody who lives in LA and she happens to live on the West side, okay. which is far from where I live, yeah. I'm like, Ooh, could this actually be it? And I'm telling you why. I'm thinking of things in terms of LA dating as somebody that like I really would see long term and like actually be like boyfriend and girlfriend with and you know do the damn thing because that is where I live. I want to live in LA. That's where my home is. That's where my daughter is. Like that's where I'm going to be. And then these travel buddies or whatever out of state people as as Jordan calls them is more like okay, if I'm in town and I want to go on a date, I have options and I can like spend a night with a beautiful woman and like have a really good time. But it's, it's a slippery slope because then if there's like a real connection made, then it's like, well, what the fuck are we going to do now? Okay. But let's, let's play that out. What the fuck would you do now? I just don't want to do a long distance relationship. I have, but that's fair, man. That's fair. I have, I have a child and you know, me traveling to see a girlfriend is like, I can't do that. What if she came to see you? That's a different story. (laughs) I guess what I'm saying is, uh, I think everything is legit that you're saying, and I don't freaking know. I definitely don't know the answer at all. Um, you're you're not wrong, and I agree because Alex and I have spoken in the past about like I, I think we might have even mentioned it on the podcast, and definitely in our personal lives of just like if you connect and distance is the only thing that is is holding you back, that is such a small barrier to cross. Eventually, you know, um, I, I do go back and forth because I did experiment on Locks Club, and it just felt weird to say that I lived in LA and then trying to connect with other women that lived in Toronto and lived in Austin. And it was like, wait, this is such a hodgepodge of locations. And I'm not even in the city that I'm saying that I'm in. So it it just didn't feel authentic versus the way that my connections happen through TikTok or Instagram, or even the connections that I have while traveling and, and meeting people or even in the city that I'm in. So I do understand your hesitation of being like cool to connect with this person. And then because long distance sucks, I've done it before. Um, It's not fun when there's, you know, and I, I feel bad to be the person to be like, you have to move to me, like being that guy, like granted, Rob, you have a little bit more like roots in LA. I I went on a date recently and she goes, she goes, would you, are you going to stay? So I live in Pasadena. Are you going to stay in Pasadena? Cause like, I love living on the West side. 
And I was like, yeah, I, I own my home in Pasadena. My, my daughter goes to school. And she's like, no, 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 that's great. That makes sense. She's just like, it's something I need to think about in case this is going to go a step further. And I was just like, it was a very mature conversation for a first date, honestly. But it's like, I'm not uprooting Leia for me to like, you know, make somebody's commute easier to work. Right. When they're, right, when they're right. on a two, you know, two days, two days. Dude, you've uh, had so schedule. many, um, like, I don't know, unsettling events over the last years Just to think. like, like to back me. I don't want you to be triple trigged. Like, triple trigged. I'm trigged. I'm triple trigged. The triple doorbell trigged. rings. Robert's triggered. Uh, Ooh, that's good merch. I'm triggered. <laughs> yeah. God, let's we get gotta this. We got to set up the store. We will, uh, we will sell at least 10 shirts, I bet. I know. Um, <laughs> dude, you own your home. You got your business. Granted, that's remote, but like whatever. You're stable. Leia's uh, got school. And then also Noel's parents down the road. Like right. you have your, you have a great situation that, uh, dude, and the right person will be excited about that too. Not like, damn, I got to drive 40 minutes to the beach. <laughs> that they never go to. Yeah, you can spend a weekend Come on down there. to the Pasadena Deans. Come on see, down. See, so this is where the Venn diagram of Rob and I overlap a little bit of wanting somewhat like yes, me having overlap. my dogs. Let's yeah, go. we love that. Um, of just like having someone come into your life a little bit that sure. has a little bit more ease. And I know that's a very selfish thing to say, but at the same time, like granted, I just have two dogs. So I have a bit more like mobility to say, but you know, it's bringing in someone who has more dogs or something along those lines where it's just like, no, I want someone to come in and understand our ecosystem a little bit. And we will love on this person in such an immense way, but understanding of how we have this functionality, the same way that Rob has his with like, she goes to school here. He has this at like, there are fundamental things as well as the, the help of Noel's parents being down the street. So it's you know we differ in a lot of ways and here's our similarities with it it it's just making me think like back to the theme of the episode of like introducing a significant other to to our families because jordan mm-hmm. you have a unit like you have your own unit yeah you and your two dogs i have my unit leia and i weber's got his unit i'm just a i'm just, just a dude the, just, the, just, just a, a dude <laughs> helmet just of a unit yeah helmet of a unit and but it's interesting because if I were to introduce somebody to Leia, obviously I I would need her to just just love on my child and like love Leia and, and for them to connect. Obviously. That said, if that connection was there, but then let's say she was like, Your family is intense, or like I don't love staying at your family's, I would be like, Yeah, but you still love them. I get it, but you don't have to like yeah. be obsessed with them. Whereas the unit though, she's gotta be ride or die. That makes sense. That that's interesting, and I have wondered that, like, you know, if Rob's parents are listening, we love you to pieces. Uh, <laughs> but Leia, the the meeting of Leia is almost the more vital one. Absolutely. Yeah. Would that precede the parents' one? That's a really good question. I I don't know. Um, I feel like in my last two relationships since Noel died. I introduced Leia out of excitement and out of need. And really I I wanted a woman to just connect with her and like be there. And I don't think I did anything wrong, but I think I'm just going to be, I'm just so much more sensitive to the idea. So maybe I'll introduce them to my parents first and be like, what do you guys think? 
but then again, I, I don't know. It's it's hard to say because I don't then want my parents to be like, I don't know, man. This <laughs> she's not it. And then I'm like, but what if Leia loves her? Yeah. I don't know. So I, I don't I don't have an answer. I think it it haven't met the person yet to actually put that. Yeah. yeah so so that's where things thing differ a lot. Yeah, between us because like my dogs just love the attention from anyone. So it's not that like it's not like will my dog like you? He does like oh, they totally. don't like everyone. It's like no, they fucking love everyone. They're just a bunch of little sluts for like belly rub. So like it's a little different than you know. Leia, she continues to grow and have awareness on things and that value of, of that connection. So, um, yeah, but yeah. I mean, you've, you've said in previous episodes, like you're not sure if you wanted to meet a woman who has a dog or, oh yeah, dude. Dogs. Yeah. Like, right. And also the limitations that come around it of people who are just like, who are overly eager to just like meet my dogs because there is that like social media presence around them of like, Ooh, these famous dogs, like, let me meet the dogs. And it's just like, I get a little like, well, what the, f- what about me? Like, are you here for me? Or are you like, yes, I want you to be here for the dogs, but like, I am, <laughs> my value needs to be a higher priority in that sense. And the dogs will come secondary, but they will, you know, the love for them is very important for me to see because I've definitely dated girls in the past who weren't big into just dogs. And it was very awkward um, of an experience. Yeah. That's a red flag for you. Yeah. I think that should be a red flag for everyone. They don't like dogs. Um, anything else? I have a question that uh, for Ooh. our Instagram listeners, if we want to send to that. Send it. Questions, questions. Okay, here we questions. go. This is from Jen. And I, I think I heard that there's a little accent in there too. So let's, let's see. This is from Jen. Okay. So I've been listening to the F-Boy episode. And I will tell you, because I've been through it, you you do not realize when you're in a relationship with a narcissistic f boy you don't realize it because they are such smooth talkers and so like skilled at being such an actor and phony and even though there may be red flags they can cover them up with the smoothest words and the f- lovey-dovey romantic gifts to where they just hook you in even further and been through it lived through it it was awful and yeah you don't realize it when you're in it that you're being manipulated not a question but such a good comment such that a we can comment. we can definitely <laughs> thank you jen comment, for coming yeah. in with your little southern accent do you guys have anything to to say around maybe like relationship goggles can we talk a little bit about that first of all jan i just <laughs> love your sweet little accent i don't know where you're from but we just love it i think and... I, I think i met jen north carolina you met jen i i think so is jan a north carolina Is yeah she a jen, jen's Southern a frequent Bell. listener yeah. jen's great yeah we love you jen the broker uh, for real, we love you, Jen. Um, I I gotta I gotta back up Jen's point about that you can't tell that it's happening. Right. So something in my post breakup uh, research on narcissism, um, there's actually like a whole persona of person that the narcissist builds in the beginning of a relationship that you are, are like, oh my god, they're like a dream come true. Like this is everything that I want and needed, 
And so in terms of like being a wordsmith, a narcissistic fuckboy or narcissistic FB, uh, it's a it's a brutal combination. And and they do exist. So I guess to Jordan's point of like, what are some signs that I've read um from my research is they always talk about themselves, like they're constantly changing topics and talking about themselves. Uh, very little empathy and and can't like show empathy for others. Um, usually, you know, bad with money or has doesn't have a lot of friends. So I don't know. There's there's things to look for for the narc narcissistic. Yeah, trigger number four. <laughs> He's a trigger junkie today. It's an to, interesting to, thing. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead, go ahead, Jordan. Yeah, yeah. No, no, sorry, sorry, sorry. I was just gonna bring in another comment that was brought in around the narcissists. Um, but I make your point, and then I'll I'll say what what that I mean, brought up. It is so true. Like I'm hearing what Jen's saying, which is basically like it puts you in a position where you're like, oh, is this person a dreamboat or is this person a pretending to be a dreamboat? You know what I mean? And so skilled at that. So it puts you in like. You know, and I guess where my mind goes is it's like, oh, it's it's it sucks in one sense, but it's also just like, well, you know, choosing to trust someone and like choosing to go along that journey, but all the while, like Rob's saying, not putting our heads in the sand and being like, hold on, why like do you put your phone in the other room when we hang out? Or like what you know, like if you see sketchy things, trust your intuition fully. Always trust the gut. Yeah, but how many times in past relationships has that like the red you've like pushed aside red flags that then once the relationship was over you're like yeah that continued to just flare up and I just consistently gave them the benefit of the doubt or chose to right. overlook that. Um. So so on top of that, it um uh, another listener uh, chimed in um and it was if you have narcissistic characteristics, you may attract a woman with some also, as mentioned by Rob's therapist. And that would be true of any slash all of your characteristics values. If you have Neiman Marcus needs, you just can't shop at Walmart. So true. I'm I mean, I definitely have narcissistic traits. Like there are times there are full days where I'm like, all I'm thinking about is myself. And I have to be like, what are you doing, dude? Like, sure. Well, how does that show up? Like, how does that show up? We don't be a little selfish. I think it's more than selfish. It's almost like the world revolves around me. And I I don't, I, I mean, I, I'm- Main character energy. Yeah, main character energy. And it's just like, well, I need to do this or I got to do this. This is what I need to do. And- and in, in the days that I feel more fulfilled are the days where I'm looking outward, just being like, what can I do for others? And what can I do for, you know, my daughter, for my family, you know, even like followers, like, can I, can I put some content out that like, is going to crack people up or make people laugh like that? Those are the days that feel more fulfilling. It's when sure. I'm constantly like, all right, I'm going to do this for me, 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 me. Cause I've been through so much or whatever. Like, so yeah. So I, and also, I, I I don't think I'm like a full-blown narcissist, like have NPD, like narcissistic personality disorder. I don't, I don't think I have that for sure. I think it's one of those things where it's like just, you know, I think if you did, you wouldn't have that awareness to even wonder or ask. Fair. Yeah. Exactly. Agreed. 
Right. So, so even in your selfishness, well, we can end on this, this high note. This is from cookie. And she says, hello there, guys. I just recently discovered your podcast and I found myself continuously listening uh, to it for hours. It gave me a male perspective on dating. I thought that ghosting only happened to women. Never thought that it also happens to men. I can definitely relate to everything you've been talking about, modern dating, jinxing thing, ghosting and all. More power to your podcast. Thank you. You're helping people like me to be relieved that it is not only me who is not finding a little success lately in modern dating. Fuck yeah, cookie. 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 I love a chocolate chip cookie. (laughs) So Uh so know even in your selfishness that you're still being just like, oh, um, that you're still being helpful to people as you hit record and are able to speak about your experiences in real time here with, with everyone. Can we do a once around closing thought? Yeah. Sure. Oh, I love start that. us off. Start oh! us off. Okay. Well, I, I, I think I feel a little trigonomage over here. A little trigonomage. Like now that Alex is like in a relationship, ditch him, which I, I get it. I think that that's like, uh, as my therapist would say, is your reaction meeting the stimulus? Like, I want to know who said it, but like, I think what I it would I think it's obnoxious if it's like, okay, this is still a single podcast, and I'm Alex, and I get and I fall in love, and then it's like, love is the best. How's it being single? And I think what I I am like so thrilled about and and grateful for like the potential and the journey. I think what I'm also finding out is how much it's uncovering in me that I thought I had outgrown or matured, but really it's the same damn things that I had done three years ago in my relationship. I just hadn't had that opportunity to be in it again. So it's not like I outgrew it. It was just laying on the cupboard until I got in a relationship and then it reactivated. And it's like, you know, it, it's, it's, I think it just comes from like sensitivity and a fear of like really letting someone in. And then, like, what if you let them in and then they change their mind or they see something that they didn't actually like? Or, you know, like, even if you're trying to show them all of you, what if, yeah, like, what if there's parts that you kind of keep, you know, like, I, I, I am still a hot mess. And I'm like, you know, is I, I think, I guess what I'm getting at is I'm realizing that as you move forward with someone versus like one date or a few dates or whatever, as your like feelings grow, so do your insecurities and those kind of darker spots as well. Dude, snaps. I mean, yeah, it's... uh Thanks, guys. I need First that. of all, you never have to apologize for being in a relationship. <laughs> um, and and to our listeners, I I think the reality is like dating is the beginning of a relationship, and and that is you know the first step into a relationship. And I don't know, man. I my final thought for today's episode is just like this is you know the first time I've been home in my adult life where I've felt just really comfortable and grounded in my own skin. And I feel like, you know, I don't have a girlfriend. I'm, I'm not like bringing someone home this holiday season and I'm okay with it. 
Like I'm, I'm just not like freaking out that I'm going to be alone forever. I'm just kind of like, I'm okay with it. And it's, it's just a different mentality than I've ever experienced. And I know that there's a lot of listeners who are single and don't have a significant other to bring home to mom and dad or brother and sister to, you know, introduce to your new boyfriend or whatever. It's like, that's okay. It really is. And I know that this is a lonely time and just know that uh, the loneliness won't last forever. Dude, snap hard on Yeah, that. that was that was powerful. That was truly, truly your powerful. Uh, was very powerful. Um, my, my leaving thought is that there are 32 words in Scrabble that start with trig. Um, that I was unaware of, and the highest scoring word is triglyphic, um, T-R-I-G-L-Y-P-H-I-C, and a triglyph is one of those things that um, it's in um, architecture, where the design is when there's a three-pillared like lift, essentially, if you just think of like a trig lift, is kind of how I had to look this all up while you guys were chatting as well as listening to your deep, deep thoughts. I truly, yeah, yeah. truly believe <laughs> that it was. Of um, our heart. Yeah, really going deep. Um, trigged is the second highest scoring word that you can get. And then trigger fish um, is the third highest scoring trigger word. Trigger fish that's, is, well, that's a one word? Yeah, trigger fish. What's and, a trigger fish? And a trigger fish. It, ooh, it is a cute little guy. So a trigger fish kind of looks like it's Dory, but it has, so it's like a black fish with white spots at the bottom and yellow spots on top. It's an actual beautiful looking fish. I won't lie. But yes, that is one. Why do they call it a trigger fish? Um, get their name from spines on their dorsal back fins that can be used as a predator defense for the anchoring. The first oh. spine is large and when erect, it remains uh, so until there the are fish... forty species of triggerfish, truly crazy. So you know what's great? These closing thoughts. If someone was like, "What are how are your personalities? Like, what are your personalities like in the podcast?" These three closing thoughts <laughs> was like a perfect encapsulation. Wow, I I I think first of all, we've made it uh, through Thanksgiving. So if you're listening to this, you've made it through Thanksgiving. So big snaps to you. And uh, we'll be back next week. Um, as always, you can follow Jordan at Jordan Kahana. You can follow Alex at I'm Alex Weber. And you can follow me at Rob Michael Moore. And uh, give us a follow on Instagram or TikTok. And definitely slide into our DMs uh, with some questions. We love your questions. We love your comments, Jan. And um, yeah, we'll be back next week with more uh, Still Single. At Triggerfish. Org. Love you guys. Love you.